Welcome to the Injury Law Pod, the podcast that explores and demystifies the complex world of personal injury law. Each week, Missouri personal injury attorney Eric Bartlett dives into the legal issues surrounding personal injury cases to help you understand your rights and options when seeking justice and compensation for personal injuries. Join Eric as he shares his experience in real life case studies, interviews guests, and answers your questions about personal injury law. The information Eric shares will help level the playing field if you have a personal injury claim. So sit back, relax, and let's explore the world of personal injury law together. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Injury Law Pod. I am your host, Eric Bartlett, 27-year personal injury lawyer, and this is the podcast where we talk about everything personal injury law related. We've now had a couple series on car accidents and the full breakdown of what they entail. We've also gone through the work comp system, everything you need to know with regards to a work injury and making a claim. And on this episode, we're going to talk about hiring a personal injury lawyer. Obviously, that's a big step. If you have some type of injury claim, there may just come the point where you are thinking about getting a lawyer. And so the majority of people don't want to find themselves in a situation where they need a lawyer. I think that just goes without saying. I know we hear a lot about, oh, everybody's sue happy and all that stuff, but I will tell you based on my experience, which is long at this point, most people do not want to have to get a lawyer. But unfortunately, it it happens. And again, as much as people might want to live their lives without ever needing a lawyer, sometimes that becomes a necessary part of somebody's life. And it's just like a doctor, right? I think most people would prefer to live their lives without ever needing a doctor. Um, But again, generally speaking, that's probably not going to happen over the course of a lifetime. And sometimes it's needed. Um, You know, if you travel by car, you have a very high likelihood of being involved in a car accident in your lifetime and really more than one over the course of a lifetime. And if you go to work, you probably got a pretty decent likelihood of getting hurt at work, especially if you're in some type of physical job. Although people working in offices can develop various conditions over the course of time. So again, if you're going to work, there's a chance you may end up having to make a work comp claim at some point. And just going out and about in town, you're going shopping or, you know, you're out at an event or whatever that may be, there's the potential that you might encounter a dangerous condition that was not created by you maybe created by someone else or not taken care of 
by somebody that was in position to have removed it, barricaded it, warned of it, whatever. And again, people find themselves in need of personal injury lawyers all the time. I've said this on previous episodes. We get bombarded with TV commercials for personal injury lawyers. Obviously, lots of billboards out there. There's a huge need in the community for personal injury lawyers. And it's a fact of life. There are a lot of accidents that happen every day. I know it because I see it. I get calls every day, multiple calls every day from people that have been hurt. So more than likely, there comes that point where you just may be in the position that you're trying to figure out if you should hire a personal injury lawyer, and if so, how so. So today we're going to go through a little bit on what all that looks like. Again, our mission on this podcast is to try to make things clear, simple, informative, to help somebody that just may be in a situation of a personal injury make sense of it all. And again, today, this is what we're doing with the whole process of trying to decide if you need a personal injury lawyer and how to get one. So just as a broad statement, when you're hiring a personal injury lawyer or thinking about it, you're looking to find somebody you can get to know, like, and trust. That's it, right? You want somebody that you can get to know them. You feel comfortable with them. You like them. You don't think they're a jerk. You don't think they're arrogant. You don't think that they don't care. You want somebody you can like. I know, again, let's go back to the doctor. When I go to a doctor for the first time, I appreciate a good bedside manner. You know, if the doctor comes in looking at his watch, her watch, you know, very quick, want to move me along. Yeah, I don't like that person. And I'm not real excited about them being in charge of my medical care. Well, it's the same with a lawyer. You know, when you make that first call to a law firm, and the first person you talk to, what's the feeling you get? Do they care? I mean, do they actually really care about the situation you're finding yourself in? And then when you talk to the lawyer, you know, again, is that person empathetic? Is it all business or are they truly listening to you, your concerns, and again, having done this a long time, man, there are a lot of concerns when somebody's been hurt, you know, from just the immediate interruption in their life, all the way from if it's a car accident, well, what's one of the big things right out of the gate, the car. Okay. The thing that we need to get to work, to get our kids to school, to get groceries, to move around, that's a big deal. And that's a big concern for somebody that's been in an accident. It's like, what is going to happen with getting my car repaired, getting a rental car, those types of things. And then you just flip over to the injury side of things. And I mean, if it's serious, you, you've got all these things rushing at you about the medical care, 
What should you be doing? How is this going to get paid for? What about missing work? Who's going to cover that? All these things. So, you know, when you're talking initially to the law firm and the lawyer, obviously you want to get a sense that they, they kind of know what you're going through and, and they feel for you and they want to help you. So you're trying to find that lawyer that you can get to know, that you'll like, and that you'll trust. That's a big one, right? Because, well, unfortunately, lawyers, like police officers, like financial people, whatever, you know, they get reputations. And like we always say, with every profession, occupation, whatever it is, you know, a few bad apples, right, can really spoil the rest. And so, you know, there's obviously stories that come out, right, with lawyers that are acting unethically and things like that. But for the vast majority, based on my experience, you know, lawyers have the best interest of their clients at heart. And that's what you're looking for is the lawyer that you know you can trust is going to have your best interest at heart and is going to do everything they can for you to try and make your situation right. So these are the this is the broad overview of what you're looking for when you're going about hiring a personal injury lawyer. And so to break that down a little bit, you know, one of the things that always stands out to me and seems to have become more prevalent, uh, I don't know, over the last 10 years, 20 years, you know how you lose track of time. But first, when you're out there looking for a personal injury lawyer, you want to make sure that lawyer is actually in the community. And as crazy as that sounds, there are lawyers that advertise here that aren't here. There, as a matter of fact, I happen to be in a hospital emergency room waiting room recently here. And on the TV, wow, there's the lawyer commercials. And there was one that I've seen, like I've seen a billboard before around town. And then I saw that commercial. So I actually got up and I wanted to read that fine print. You know, there's that fine print at the bottom that you're generally not going to look at. I wanted to see like, who are these people? Because I don't know them. And sure enough, I did some Googling. And that law firm is on the East Coast. They're in Atlanta. And so they have a Missouri licensed attorney that I don't know is in Missouri. I'm pretty sure that lawyer is in Atlanta because I went to their website and I figured out who the lawyer is that they're using as their Missouri attorney. And they're back in Atlanta. 
And then you have some more even entrenched lawyers that have been advertising on TV in our area for a long, long time. And they aren't really here. They have an office here, but their hometown is not our hometown. So you got to make sure you're really dealing with somebody local because you would really like to know, I think, will I ever actually meet my lawyer? Well, if they're not in town, it's probably going to be kind of hard. And, you know, even if we back it out from the lawyer, am I going to ever even meet anybody with the law firm? You know, if I want to bring some papers by, where do I do that? How do I do that? Again, we live in an electronic age. So obviously those things can be accomplished. But my point on this is you really need to know, are you dealing with a local lawyer. And hey, if you're good with somebody that's nowhere around and you think you can know and like and trust them, then there you go. Go for it. Um, the other thing is, you know, the big advertising law firms, the ones that we see on TV all the time, in our faces, constantly. And then you see them everywhere else as well. You know, you've got to think about the volume of business that they're handling. And it is a business, right? How many clients are they getting in the door? And where are you going to fall in the priority list? And interestingly enough, I've seen recently commercials from these law firms that say, you're our number one priority. Or when you're our client, you're our family. And if you do some research, you might see the feedback from current and former clients doesn't necessarily match up to what they're saying in their commercials. So don't just go with the commercial. That's how I'll leave that. Make sure you've done your research. And, oh, yeah, by the way, when you hear the commercials saying, we'll fight for you, we'll take it all the way. Well, here's the thing. Every lawyer should be fighting for you. So that's one part of the equation. And again, and I'm going to go into even a little more detail, but just keep all that in mind, right? Look, there's podcast lawyer, Eric. That's me right now talking to you, being relatively calm. Nice. Um, this is the Eric that clients get. But then there is lawyer... Eric, that deals with insurance companies and deals with the lawyers for insurance companies. And lawyer Eric in that role wears a tie and makes things happen. So 
again, you know, you got to look at the overall picture and don't just rely on commercials and catchphrases to know whether or not this really is a law firm and a lawyer that you will get to know, like, and trust. So how do you do it? How do you go about narrowing down on the personal injury lawyer that you're going to probably go with? Well, a great resource, friends, family, somebody you know, coworker that's used a lawyer in the past for a similar issue. And they tell you, you should give this person a call. I had a great experience. Such nice people. They got me a great result. Write all the things you want to hear. That's the best way. And even then, somebody gives you the name, contact information of a personal injury lawyer, then you can go to Google. And if you don't have the friends and family connection, go to Google and type in what you're looking for. Car accident lawyer, work injury lawyer, slip and fall lawyer, dog bite lawyer, bicycle accident lawyer. You get the idea. And then you see what the results are. And the biggest, coolest thing to come along in our modern age are the Google reviews. Because now when you're in the situation where you can't get a personal referral, you can go and look on Google and see what current and former clients, people that have actually used these lawyers, these, these law firms that have had the representation, have been in communication with them, you can see what they say. Are these lawyers, these law firms, good at communicating with their clients, responsive to issues? Do they get good results? Are people happy with how things turned out? Those are the things you're looking for. Because so many complaints against lawyers come in communication. People not being updated, not knowing what's going on with their case, right? What's going on with my case? I don't know. And the thing is, sometimes there's not a lot going on because of whatever it may be. Maybe you're still in treatment. So as the personal injury lawyer, you're in a waiting situation. But as a client, you need to know that, right? You need to know, okay, here's what we've done. We've, you know, we figured out all the insurance companies that are involved. We've made contact with all of them. We've had our investigator do their work to make sure we've got all the evidence that we need. We've uh, been in touch with witnesses. We're making sure we're staying on top of where you've been medically and kind of the timeline you're on. Again, you just want to know those things as it, everybody wants to know when you got a car in the shop, right? And you drop it off and they say, well, we'll call you once we've looked at it. And, you know, we know more about uh, what's going on. And, you know, four hours goes by and you're like, good Lord, I haven't heard a thing. Well, and who knows? Maybe they haven't figured it out yet. Maybe they haven't even gotten to it. But 
you know, you start to get antsy, right? You want to know, like, is this going to be a multi-day event? Well, same thing with a legal case. People just want to know kind of where they are and maybe get, you know, another nice touch would be maybe at least once a month, the lawyer reaches out and says, how are you doing? How's treatment coming along? You know, anything you need from us, everything under control. So and these are all things that I personally practice and my law firm personally practices. We try very hard to make sure our clients don't feel like they're in the dark. And that's certainly something you want to look for when you're looking through Google reviews, Facebook recommendations, whatever it may be. You want to know what you're getting if you go with that lawyer. So. Also, obviously, once you narrow it down, whether that's one, two, three, four, five lawyers, whatever, obviously, you're going to reach out, you're going to call. And again, when you're talking to people in the law firm and you're talking to the lawyer, you know, that's where you can obviously get a real good sense of who they are, what kind of relationship you're going to have. Do they know what they're talking about? Are they giving you good answers? Those are all the things that are going to help guide you in this decision. And you want to make sure, and I've said this before, if you have a personal injury claim, you want to make sure you're talking to a fully dedicated personal injury law firm and lawyer. You do not want the general practice lawyer that mixes in personal injury with all the other stuff. I just had a client telling me about a lawyer who was apparently charging a pretty low fee, lower than what is customary around, and then was telling him other things that didn't really make sense about the claim. And so I had to Google this lawyer because I was thinking, does this lawyer really know what he's talking about? Well, sure enough, I look on this janky website this lawyer has, and number one thing this lawyer does is immigration law. After that is criminal issues. After that is traffic issues. Personal injury, I think, is next, followed by divorce. And what happens if you go with somebody like that and, oh, man, it's tempting. Look, their fee is lower than probably certainly any reputable personal injury dedicated law firm is going to quote. You go with somebody like that, they are so busy handling all the other things that require probably more immediate attention. When you're handling criminal issues, traffic tickets, divorce stuff, there's much more happening on a day-to-day, week-to-week kind of basis than there is necessarily in personal injury. Because again, personal injury, there can be times where if the person is still getting treated, things like that. Well, again, there's this sort of span of time 
where there's not a lot happening on the legal front. Now, hopefully, again, lawyers done all the things on the front side they should have done. But what can happen is these personal injury cases that they've picked up with their discount rate, they can get lost because the people maybe were treating, they haven't followed up, they don't know that they're done treating. For whatever reason, the client hasn't been bugging them. And next thing you know, the thing is just languishing there. And they haven't done all the things they should have done on the front side. Now they've, they're, they're missing evidence that would help the case. Um, they weren't there to give good guidance to their client. And that's a big red flag. If, if there's a law firm that's doing a bunch of other stuff and not just personal injury, be aware. Be aware. You're, you're running into potential problems or certainly you're going, you thought you got a deal, right? You got a deal on that fee. Yeah, but you've just left lots and lots of money on the table by having the wrong lawyer. So when should you think about getting a personal injury lawyer? Well, the personal injury lawyer is going to tell you as soon as possible. Here's the thing. If you have a serious injury, if you have an injury that's going to require ongoing medical care, you're going to miss work. You're going to have problems making ends meet, dealing with day-to-day tasks and obligations because of your injury or injuries. You better be thinking seriously about getting a personal injury lawyer. You, The longer you wait, the more mistakes can happen, the more evidence can be lost. What if you think the other person was speeding and that was a big contributor to this accident? So there's some issue maybe about whether you should have potentially seen the other driver reacted to the other driver, something of that nature, and the insurance company is trying to put a large part of the fault on you. And you haven't done anything about it. And you haven't contacted a personal injury lawyer. You know, here's the thing. If, if that's the case, you think speed might be involved. Every modern car has an electronic control module, a black box, and you want to get that information. Because guess what? It records a few seconds before a collision. And it's going to show what that driver's speed was starting at about five seconds before the collision. And as it progressed within those seconds before the collision. And I've made a lot of cases on the black box data. When it looked like there might be a real problem for the injured person, because the insurance company was telling them, no, 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 you should have yielded. You should have seen them, those things. And then you get the black box data and they were going hundred miles per hour in a 35 mile per hour zone. That's a true story. I had that case. And guess what? That changes everything real quick. So a driver can't react to somebody who's doing uh, three times the speed limit. So I say 
get a personal injury lawyer sooner rather than later because what you don't know can hurt you and you don't know what you don't know but a true dedicated personal injury no lawyer knows they know all the things that need to be done sooner rather than later so what are some of the things i hear from people that maybe give them hesitation about reaching out to a lawyer you know again going back to my opening remarks i think just a lot of people would prefer never to have to use a lawyer in their life if they didn't have to i mean let's face it if you're getting a lawyer eight times out of ten it's because there's a problem in your life so it's not something you wanted to be in. But lawyers are there to help you through the process. So people, you know, just don't want to have to get a lawyer involved if they don't have to. But at some point, you have to recognize you don't know this process. And so you're going to need to think about getting a lawyer. Listen, here's the number one reason why you got to get a lawyer. You're dealing with insurance companies. Insurance companies, they know the game. And it's a game. Your injury claim, your injury is serious and real. But insurance companies make the injury claims process a game. Now, it's a game in the sense that they're in it for the money. They're there to make money. They are for profit. And the way they make money, the way they make a profit is they take premiums in from everybody and they pay out as little as they have to. Because if they paid out everybody fairly, they wouldn't have a business. So that's the game. And they know the rules. And they know the process of the game, and you do not. You just don't. But lawyers do. Personal injury lawyers. Personal injury lawyers. Not every lawyer. They know how insurance companies think. They know how insurance companies act. And they know what insurance companies want. And those three things are very important. That's why you have to think about getting a personal injury lawyer sooner rather than later. Because if you don't, you could leave lots of money on the table, not get fairly compensated for all the stuff you've gone through. And, you know, there's just so many things. You might not even know who all you can go after, who all is responsible. And a personal injury lawyer gets involved. And well, here's something I've come across. There's a car accident. You hear from the insurance company for the driver and they say, they've got a minimum policy, 25,000. You know, we're, we're gonna plan on probably just paying that out sooner that, rather than later because we know your person was in the hospital for four days. There's probably $75,000 of bills. 
So we know there's nothing we can do. The insurance company, it's hard for them to get out of that one, especially if there's a lawyer who knows how to put the pressure on. Well, I've been in the situation where what's one of the questions I always want to know the answer to? The person that caused the accident. Were they at the time of the accident on the clock for anybody? Were they running a work errand? Were they an Uber driver? Were they a door dasher? And what happens? What if? Well, if they're on the clock running an errand for the boss, going to pick up a part, whatever it may be, all of a sudden, you've got a company now that's on the hook for them. And you've got a commercial insurance policy. And, you know, it's probably minimum a million dollars of insurance coverage. So you just went from thinking, oh, there's $25,000 and that's it and I'm screwed to a whole different ballgame. And again, if you don't know that and you have the personal insurance company of that driver telling you this is it, it's all that's all there is and you sign off on it, you're done forever. You can't go back. So that's why you need to be thinking about a personal injury lawyer quickly when you're seriously hurt also goes with work injuries as well. If you get hurt, and I've covered this in the work comp series, you know, and you're thinking, eh, okay, I'll try to suffer it out, whatever. You got to think, man, you're dealing with an insurance company back there. You don't know all the rules of the game. And in work comp, there can be lots of issues if you don't do things the right way. And the problem is, you know, a lot of people genuinely, I, I hear from them when they call, look, I'm not getting, I'm not looking to get rich. I hear a lot of people tell me, look, I'm so nervous. I don't know about hiring a lawyer. I'm not looking to get rich out of this, but I want what's fair. I, I you know, I've gone through a lot. I've had these medical bills. I missed a bunch of work. I want what's fair. It wasn't my fault. I didn't cause this to myself. And when they're saying that, that is the mindset of a lot of people, right? They think, oh, I get a lawyer, I'm greedy. That's all it is. I look like I'm out for the money. And you got to remember this. So if you worry, first off, you're not greedy. It's your right. It's your right to pursue a claim and get fairly compensated. But you also have to remember this, you know, we as lawyers operate under ethical guidelines. We are not gonna be out promoting that we represent you on an injury claim. We will never tell anybody that we represent you on an injury claim. You don't have to tell anybody you have a lawyer representing you on an injury claim. You can tell them whatever. You, it doesn't have to be public knowledge, okay? So if you're worried about the perception of having a lawyer, just keep that in mind. It's between you and your lawyer. It's not, a, it's not between you and the world. And, you know, another thing that people obviously get concerned about is, you know, well, how am I going to pay for a lawyer? Here I am. I've got medical bills. I'm losing money from work because I can't work. I'm just worried about eating, providing for my kids, whatever it is. 
I can't pay for a lawyer. Well, if you don't know, personal injury lawyers work on contingency fee agreements. And what does that mean? That means you don't pay a personal injury lawyer up front for anything, or at least you shouldn't. If you have a personal injury lawyer that tells you they need a retainer, they need money up front, you better run. Because again, they don't know what they're doing. They don't have the resources to properly fund your case. And obviously, they can't wait to get paid. So there's problems there. But no, a personal injury lawyer works on a contingency fee. When we get you money, we get paid. We get a percentage at that point of the settlement. And we pay for all the out-of-pocket expenses as we go along, whether that's ordering a police report, something reasonably cheap, ordering copies of your medical records. You know, if we have to get into court, we start paying for court costs, filing fees, deposition costs, expert witness fees, whatever that is. We pay for those things as we go along. We keep it tallied. We reimburse out of a settlement. And again, we never get you any money. We don't get paid. So you don't have to worry about the cost of a lawyer. And the reason personal injury lawyers are able to do that, because obviously we're taking cases we feel good about. We feel like we're going to be able to get a recovery. We know there's an insurance company on the other side. So we're not worried about collecting the money when we can get there to that point. So we're able to do that. We're able to take the risk on the front side, take the risk off you, let you worry about more important things, your health, your welfare, all the stress that you have going on because of your injury. And you don't have to worry about paying a lawyer. And, you know, the same thing with work injuries, a lot of times, I get people calling me and they say, look, I don't want to sue my employer. Okay. I, I like them. I've worked for them for a long time. I don't want to cause waves. And I always tell people in a work injury situation, you're not suing your employer. You cannot sue your employer in Missouri. You are in the work comp system. Your claim is already or should be already on file. You're already a problem, a liability to your employer if they see it that way already. A lot of employers, you know, they've got work comp insurance, people get hurt, they turn it into the comp insurance, and that's it. They don't, it's not an issue. Now, there are those employers that decide to take it out on their employees and do stupid stuff, but I will tell you this, that usually starts from the beginning long before you might even be thinking about a lawyer. And if you've been getting trouble from your employer from the beginning, first time they found out you were hurt, okay, well, that's a problem. You've got a problem with that employer. And you may or may not want to plan on sticking around there. But I can tell you this, getting a lawyer ain't going to change anything, right? You've already got problems. And getting a lawyer might actually help you because if you get a lawyer, they might leave you alone. Now, all of a sudden, they think, eh, maybe we're going to back off because Jimmy's got a lawyer and we don't want any problems. 
So just remember that in work comp, you're not suing your employer. You cannot sue your employer. You're already in the work comp system. The question becomes, do you want to go along the work comp system by yourself? Again, in the game that you don't know the rules, or do you want help? Do you want a personal injury lawyer? So those are the biggest objections, call them objections, biggest questions, the biggest concerns that I hear when people are calling me. You know, uh, I don't want to be, you know, I'm not in this to get rich. I'm not out for money. I don't want people thinking that about me. You know, I've never had to go through anything like this. And guess what? Valid concerns. But as I explained, there are concerns that hopefully you can rest easier about um, as I've given you some information about each of those. So there it is in a nutshell, hiring a personal injury lawyer. Why, how, when, who, what? Well, it's a personal injury claim. It's the one I didn't really have to cover too much. But no, those are the, the elements that you need to consider to really thoroughly hire a personal injury lawyer, make a good decision. You know, you sign the agreement with your lawyer and you can feel good. And by the way, something I offer everybody that we sign up is a 30 day guarantee. And what is that? I tell people, you can sign up with me as a client. And you know what? If you're not liking it in the first 30 days, for whatever reason, you tell me. We'll give you your file back. We, you won't owe me a penny. I don't care how much I've already spent. Because here's why. When people sign up with me and my law firm, we go to work immediately. We communicate immediately. We, we want to know everything that's going on. And we work hard to take care of our clients. And so far, I haven't had anybody take me up on my guarantee. So... But that's something we offer just to put people's minds at ease because, oh, it's like buying a car, right? You go out, you spend a bunch of money on a car, and then you're like, oh, did I make the right decision? Do I really like this car that much? Well, you know what? This allows somebody to go ahead and feel good about signing up, knowing that things are getting done on their case. And if for some reason they're not digging us, fine. We are happy to let you go about the search again. But again, we haven't had that happen yet. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. And I hope you found this one useful. Again, as I always ask, wherever you're listening, please give us a five-star rating if you thought this was helpful. And please share this with your friends. Until the next episode of the Injury Law Pod, I am Eric Bartlett, and I'm happy to answer any questions or concerns you have anytime.